From the traditional and unceded territory of the Clay Claytone First Nation and the heart of Northern BC, welcome to the CNC Podcast. 50 years, 100,000 alumni. At CNC, we're learning together, changing lives and creating futures. Welcome to the CNC Podcast. I'm Mark Cargillotto. One of the great things about CNC is that it's a community. We have learners who are joining us from across the region that CNC serves, which uh, covers about 130,000 people here in North Central British Columbia. But we're also have privileged to have people joining us from abroad. Those can include learners, but they also include instructors who are bringing their knowledge forward to help make our region a better place and help our students to thrive. One of those instructors is Dusong Zhang. She is an instructor in the Tourism and Hotel Management Program here at the CNC Prince George campus. But her experience in our region and first coming to Canada was living for a time in Burns Lake. And it's a very different experience than that from her uh, life in Korea. And so we're privileged to have her on the CNC podcast today to tell us more. Dusong, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So tell me about life in Korea and then choosing tourism management. How did you land in that? I understand it wasn't the first place you expected to go. That's right. Yeah. Like many people out there, it was my first option. Um, I need to talk about when I was 22 first. Uh, When I was 22 years old, I was majoring in environmental study in my university. And before I graduate my university, I was worried about my future, right? Everybody seemed to relate to that a little bit. Um, Then I took a trip. I was solo trip to Europe and I traveled Europe by myself for two months. And I was a frugal. I was a very poor backpacker. So one day I was in Switzerland and I was looking at the mountain up to top and everybody taking, you know, mountain train to going up to the top. Mm -hmm. But it was so expensive for me as a student traveler. So I thought, I decided I hike up to the top. So I started hiking up to the top, uh, walking up and rest, walking up, rest. Then the whole journey to going up to the top, the day something changed inside me. And I thought, I want to work for this industry. So I changed my major ever since that. So when I come back to Korea, um, I signed up for the master program for tourism, and that's how I started my tourism journey. What do you enjoy about it? You know, tourism is a very fascinating area. Um, it drives economies, and it preserves culture and histories. And, you know, so it vibrants a small town like this as a tourism industry, you know, uh, brings the people into the town and the vibrant community. So I really like the fact that this is an awesome area, fascinating area I really want to work for. So how did you then uh, come to Canada? What was the drive that encouraged you to come here? Because that would be a, a very uh, long adventure then, I would presume. Yeah, that is uh, uh, another story I need to tell you that life is not as as we expected, um, you can relate to that probably. Uh, I met my Canadian husband in Korea. Um, he, I married with him there, and he really want to go back to his hometown. Yeah, he has been living in 
uh, Korea for 10 years that time. Uh, he had a homesick, he misses his family and culture. So me, my husband, I had a little boy. So we decided to move to his hometown, which is Burns Lake. So we moved to Burns Lake 11 years ago. Now you were living in Seoul yeah. and then you moved to Burns Lake. So yeah. take us through the population difference from Seoul to Burns Lake. Uh, don't quote me that. I don't know the exact figure. Okay. But the metropolitan city of Seoul is about 32 million, I think. 32 million. And Burns Lake, the population uh, with surrounding area is about 8,000 or 9,000. So there's so it's a, a big, big difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How Very did you adapt difference. to that? Um, I think at the beginning, I really liked the novelty. Uh, I never experienced, I never lived in small town before. You know, small town has their own vibe, right? Uh, they welcomed you so well. And, you know, from the day one, you are just part of the community. You belong to the you know, community ever since you introduce yourself to the neighbors and people. People are so nice, so kind. And, you know, the nature, we got to talk about the beauty of the nature mm. and the quietness. And no traffic jam. <laughs> that, that's got to be an advantage. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, played a big part in my life. And, yeah, I just really like the every single novel factor, uh, you know, I experienced first time. What yeah. were some of the first that you experienced here? I guess the quietness, no traffic. But what were the other ones that resonated with you? Uh, just to welcomes me like a, they knew me like a 20 years for 20 years, I mean, they were so sweet. Some of the people, yeah, I never had that sense of belonging to a certain place. Wherever you go, they welcomed you. They wanted to help you out. They really wanted to check that I'm settling there in their town. Well, you know, that social belonging, you know, that played a really important role to settle in Canada at the beginning, though. Yeah. Were you able to apply what you had learned in tourism and your master's studies in tourism mm -hmm. in Korea to what you were doing in Burns Lake, or did you have to then come to Prince George to do that? I, when I was doing my PhD, I had the opportunity to teach few courses. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a freshman courses, and I really enjoyed it. Their energy, vibrant, you know, passion. You know, I really enjoy that experience. So I thought, oh, this is the job I really wanted to end it up at the end. Uh, then I got married. I moved to Canada and small town like Burns Lake. They don't have many opportunity uh, to be a teacher as a post-secondary instructor. Mm -hmm. So I start my career here in Canada as a recreation director for the municipality for mm. three years. Then I saw the job opening uh, at CNC Burns Lake campus as an ABT program instructor. So I That's applied, applied that. business technology then? Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so the administrative assistant. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Then while I'm teaching, I saw that, you know, CNC is offering tourism and hotel management program uh, soon. So they were looking for the instructors. So I applied for that job and thankfully I got in. And that's here at the Prince George campus yes, then? Yes, then I moved to Prince George. Why do, you, why do you like the program or what excites you about tourism and hotel management as an instructor that is? 
Uh, I, that's the area I'm really passionate about. You know, I like the fact that I am working for the industry where make the positive impact on people's life. You know, people love traveling. Yeah, almost everybody I met, they love traveling and they enjoy doing it. And, you know, making students to be ready in that job market, yeah, that drills me and that satisfies me so much. And seeing them grow and seeing them develop and improve, that also makes me really happy too. Now, that's been a difficult time, though, over the last couple of years because people have not been able to travel maybe the same way that they have before. So how has that changed the the way that you're teaching or even how you help students to get excited about uh, about tourism management? Yeah, uh, but people are smart, you know, even though you know we couldn't travel like before. Uh, people develop the technology and we could get some, you know, taste of uh, different types of experience using your technology, such as uh, virtual reality tours and, you know, the Zoom meeting is really popular and Metaverse is uh, uh, developing as well. Uh, so there's a new way of uh, experiencing tourism, even though it's not the same as before. And as a teacher, I had to study a lot as well uh, in order to provide a, you know, quality and adoptive program. So I also studied a lot as a teacher who developed the curriculums and uh, coursework as well. What do you think was the biggest change or the biggest thing that you needed to focus on through your own studies uh, through uh, uh, the last couple of years of the COVID pandemic? Um, I recently published an article, you know, uh, in the tourism journal called uh, Current Issues in Tourism. And I studied about travel risk in pandemic uh, period. So everybody felt uh, differently perceived of their risk when they are planning their trip. Even though I feel it's risky, you may think it's not risky at all. So I want to find out those reasons why people feel risky when they are traveling uh, during the pandemic. Mm. So, yeah, I use the interesting methodology and find the reason why, uh, the many different reasons why uh, they decide to not to travel or hesitate to travel during the pandemic. And I found, uh, you know, three big metaphors, uh, which is uh, uncertainty, distrust, and pandemic new normal and 15 related constructs based on those three uh, big metaphors. Mm. Yeah. What keeps you inspired as an instructor? Why do, you, uh, why do you like doing this? You know, the most important thing for my teaching career, um, I get to see my students for four semesters. This is a two-year program, post-diploma program. So once the students got into the program, uh, I see them from the first semester to the you know last semester. So I get to see their improvement throughout the semester. It's, uh, it's a beautiful feeling how much they improve personally and also professionally. And uh, as soon as when they are completing their study at the end, I can see they are ready to go to the job market and contribute to the industry, you know, uh, as a teacher, that brings me the most joy and satisfaction. That sounds wonderful. 
Thank you so much for your time today. And I'm sure that, uh, that students in, uh, uh, tourism and hotel, uh, man- hotel and tourism management, I'm sorry, I don't have exact, the exact <laughs> name okay. there correctly. Okay. They're privileged to have you as an instructor. We're privileged to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. For more about CNC's programs, visit our website, cnc.bc.ca. Thank you to Taryn Johnson and Dustin Ruth for producing the CNC podcast. We welcome your comments and ideas for episodes. Please contact us at communications at cnc.bc.ca. Thanks for listening to the CNC podcast and have a great day.